I have the voice of the Santa Cruz Warriors, Kevin Dana, joining me today. We're going to mix things up, all right? I'm going to start trying to move on from the fact of the Warriors just ditched their entire veteran bench that they won a world championship with. I'm going to try to forget that. I'm, I, want, I want more positive things in my life, especially with my defending world champion, Golden State Warriors. So, Kevin, I want to hear all about Summer League. I want to know what the young talent is, who's playing for the Warriors uh, in terms of the rookie years, maybe their second years. We just had an event I have no clue about called the California uh, Classic. You're going to break that down because you were the voice of that event, and I did watch those games. Bravo, sir. That's what's coming up next here. This is Locked On Warriors. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Locked On Warriors is partnering with Arcade 1UP to give away three free NBA Jam Shack machines. That's right, three of them. These are the guys known for making the incredible retro three-quarter scale at-home arcade games like Pac-Man, Golden Tee, and many more. Enter to win on Arcade1UP.com slash Locked On. That's arcade one up.com slash locked on for your chance to win. You can follow Kevin Dana, the voice of the Santa Cruz Warriors, sometimes the Golden State Warriors on Twitter at Kevo 4 Wade. You can follow me, Cyrus Sotsis, on Twitter at Dog Surf Roadshow. Kevin, great to see you, my man. Um, tell us about the California Classic, dude. I turned it on the other day. I was with my mom, who's an immediate fan of yours, and uh, she saw you broadcasting some games. This is Official, unofficial summer league action. Let's start. What, what was the California Classic? Let's start with that. Yeah. So basically, so right now there's the Salt Lake City Summer League, and before that was the California Classic, and it's kind of like a chance for these teams to get like three extra games before they play in Las Vegas for like the the real deal Holyfield like NBA <laughs> Summer League where right. everyone's gonna be. It used to be a little different back in the day where there was the Orlando Pro Summer League. You would play in either the Orlando Pro Summer League or Vegas, and, like, maybe Miami did both, maybe one or two other teams. But, like, now Vegas has every NBA team. And so, uh, like, some teams decide to play a couple extra games, and that's what, like, the California Classic is for. And some teams use it as an opportunity to take a look at some extra guys. So, like – Golden State had a couple of guys that were only there to play in the California Classic, and then they would move on to another summer league team once they got to Vegas. I know the Miami Heat had a couple of guys that were only going to be playing in Vegas. They didn't play in the California Classic. So it's an opportunity to take a look at some more guys and also get some extra reps and and also, you know, give your coaching staff more reps. Like Seth Cooper was the head coach for the California Classic. Jamalala is going to be the head coach for Vegas Summer League. So you give two different guys on your staff – more head coaching experience. Both of them have been G League head coaches, so they've done it before, but uh, just another opportunity for them. Interesting. All right, so it's just more chances for the team to play, and especially younger players who might not otherwise get that opportunity. Who are some of the big names uh, that 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 we expect to see in the Summer League that were playing in the California Classic and, and first impressions of them? Yeah, so, I mean, from the Golden State perspective, I mean, Guy Santos blew everyone away in that first game. He had, like, 23 points and six rebounds, like, really could create his own shot at at any moment. Uh, He struggled kind of 
trying to set up others in that game, though in the last game that they played against Miami, he really had some good shot creation for others, had some really nifty dimes. I mean, he nutmegged a defender once to, to set up a layup. <laughs> like, it was – like, he's got some flair to his game. You know, like, there, there's kind of like this uh, – you know, if you talk to a scout, they'll they'll tell you he's got some ish to his game, you know. But okay. Not the S word. Like, that's one of the first things you think <laughs> some about. Doo-doo, he, some doo-doo, some poop. Yeah, okay. Santos has some ish to his game. Uh, and so that, that was really impressive to me. You know, for a Golden State perspective, like, if they had their top-line guys who were on their summer league roster playing all those games, they'd be murdering people. Like, right. if, if James Wiseman, Jonathan Kaminga, Moses Moody, Quinn Derry Weatherspoon, Patrick Baldwin Jr., and Ryan Rollins were all available for every game, like, they'd be a, a, a contender for the summer league championship in Vegas right up there with I'm watching the Oklahoma City Thunder right now. But, like, not none of those guys have played in every game. Moody's played in a couple. Weatherspoon played in uh, one or two. Uh, Wiseman hasn't played yet. Hopefully in Vegas for him. Baldwin hasn't played. Rollins is out for summer league. Uh, and, and so, like, yeah, you're not seeing like the full strength summer league squad here, if you will. Um, but your full squad, as they used to say back in the early, you know, Warriors. Uh, days of the early kind of Curry era back in the <laughs> um, But, yeah, so from, from Golden State, that's who was impressive. Um, from the L.A. Lakers who were there, uh, I love this guy, Javante McCoy. I think he's going to be a real killer for the South Bay Lakers. Mac McClung was great. There was a picture of him taken today in a Golden State Warriors Summer League uniform. Uh, so it's being reported. It's not official yet that I think he might be on Golden State Summer League roster, which would be wow. awesome. Because this guy is like a mixtape legend from high school. He played in a couple NBA games last year, murdered Santa Cruz. Like, he was responsible for a couple of Santa Cruz Warriors losses this year when he was with the South Bay Lakers. I love that. <laughs> uh, from, from the Miami Heat, Nikola Jovic, who was their first-round pick, looked really good um, in, the, in the last game. Kind of got off to a slow start, but he had 25-9 yesterday. Uh, the funny thing, you know, he comes from overseas uh, in Serbia and uh, he knocked the ball off the rim. Didn't real we talked to him after the game, didn't realize that was illegal in the NBA. Uh, I'd love to see illegal in the NBA. It would love, yeah, yeah. love the live ball fever rule uh, once it hits the rim. But uh, yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's like a 6'10, 6'11 big with perimeter skills, uh, kind of a laser on his shot, on his shot arc, but it goes in. He showed a Dirk Nowitzki fadeaway, which was really nice. And then for Sacramento, uh, Keon, El- uh, uh, Keon Ellis was good, but Keegan Murray was the guy I was trying to say, uh, the number four overall pick. Right. Uh, I know Sacramento Kings fans really wanted Jaden Ivey, but Keegan Murray's a better fit just because you have Davion Mitchell and De'Aaron Fox there. I think people are really underrating De'Aaron Fox. Like, he's really, really good. They are and, right, man. Yeah, I just – like, I, I – it felt like people valued Halliburton more than De'Aaron Fox. They did. Like, and when we made that trade for Sabonis, and like, oh, but you can't trade away Tyrese Halliburton. I'm, I mean, I like Tyrese Halliburton, but sure you can when you can get an all-star and you keep De'Aaron Fox. Like, right. I, was, I think the I, money I mean, was part of it, too, just because Fox does have yeah. that big contract. Yeah. Um, yeah. But maybe that's why he was – that's probably a reason why his trade value diminished in the process. Dude, yeah. I got some questions for you in terms of names, though, because – 
There's a lot yeah. of them. And and, and yeah. you know them better than anyone, I feel like. You're certainly up at that upper 1%, that top 1% uh, percentile in terms of knowledge. Um, let's, let's, let's talk about these Santos. You know, you mentioned a moment ago yeah. he played in Brazil. Uh, do you think the departure of Leandro Barbosa is going to impact him in any regard? Because I feel like that was part of the connection. And then, like, literally, like, a week later, Leandro joins Mike Brown in Sacramento. Will that make an impact and give us your your first reaction to Santos and whether or not you think he could be a, a, a player for the Golden State Warriors someday? Yeah, I mean, I, I it was it was kind of funny. He joked about it after uh, the first game when, you know, when it got reported. He's like, hey, man, I, I get here and now you decide to leave. Because um, <laughs> they were teammates for Minas in Brazil, the NBB. That's, uh, that's their professional league. So they really do have a – you know, a really nice connection there. And, um, but I, I mean, I think like Mike, I, I don't know what those talks were like, but my guess is that there was at least some preliminary discussion between Mike Brown and Leandro Barbosa before they drafted him. Like for, if it's going to be announced, like if, if the news breaks, like what July 2nd or 3rd, whenever it was that Leandro's going to the Sacramento Kings, and like the draft is June twenty third or whenever it was, like, right? That would be a quick window for there to have been zero talking between the two. So I, I mean, I don't know what those discussions are like, but my guess is that like there had to be some sort of inkling that Leandro could potentially be getting a promotion somewhere else, right? Um, so I, I don't think it affects Gee's like relate. I mean. I don't think it necessarily will have a huge effect potentially. Like, you know, Leandro Barbosa isn't the sole decision maker in those draft rooms. So <laughs> right, right, right. Good, you can give him a good, uh, a, a good review, but you know, he's not making the final decision on that. Um, so I, I do think like he's going to need some seasoning. There's no doubt about it. He turned it over. I want to say more than four times per game in the first three, but ever, everyone turns it over in summer league. Um, and usually people shoot really bad in summer league and get some ugly kind of box scores. That's just right. the summer league play. It is what it is. Um, but I, I do think like, hey, in a couple of years, I, I think this guy has a chance to be like a two-way, uh, you know, a, a back-end roster guy. And, and by then he's 22 years old and he's still got oodles of room for improvement. I, I, I mean – I know there's I don't know what they're gonna do with him. Discussions of does he get stashed overseas? I would love him in Santa Cruz. Mm-hmm. What you know where, where he's going to be this year. Uh, you know, that's all to be determined. But uh I I see why the Warriors drafted him 55th overall, that's for sure. Absolutely. And uh he had a you know, you mentioned the turnovers, he had six in his last game. Uh, but he did also put in 23 points, added six rebounds. He just turned 20 years old. Um, yeah. Not his three point shooting remains questionable. But again, this there there is reason to be excited in the distant future, not immediately. Uh, real quick, I uh, want to give some love to Arcade One Up, a long time, no, relatively new longtime sponsor, if that makes sense, of Locked On Warriors. Um, they're bringing back that amazing game. Uh, that many of us used to play as kids, NBA Jam. Uh, if you hear the, the phrase, boom, shakalaka, Kevin Calabro's signature uh, trademark from that game, um, you should be excited to know that NBA Jam is coming back thanks to Arcade 1UP. 
Uh, you can actually pre-order now from arcade1up.com. That's arcade, the number one up.com for an estimated early September ship date. Arcade One Up is the place for fun. They've even got other classics like Golden Tea. I played that game endlessly at a, at a bar in North Beach because uh, they had the arcade version as a spinning wheel to play golf. It was so much fun, addicting. Mortal Kombat and many others starting at just $399. And they're giving away an NBA Jam Shack Edition <clears throat> Excuse me, to a locked-on listener. Enter for a chance to win a game console for your man cave at arcade1up.com slash locked on. You've got till July 8th to enter to win NBA Jam Shaq Edition console. Don't miss out. Enter today. Who are you going to play with? You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. For your second listen, get up to date on the latest news and rumors in the NBA in just 30 minutes every day with Locked On NBA. Locked On NBA, your daily NBA update in just 30 minutes. You can follow the voice of the Santa Cruz Warriors, Kevin Dana, on Twitter at Kevo408. Uh, do you know what happened with Ryan Rollins? Like, he gets drafted. Um, the Warriors give up $2 million in cash, move up seven uh, spots in the second round uh, to pick him up, I believe, number 44. And then they discover after the fact during his physical that he has a stress fracture in his foot. Do you have any additional details on that, or are you just as in the dark as I am? No, I don't have any additional details on that. Um, yeah, I, 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 it's one of those things that I guess ha happens. You know, you you take your physical when, when you get drafted by the team, and that popped up. He played at the combine, <laughs> at least in one game. So maybe it's – but, I mean, it's not something I would be worried about long term. Right. right? He's out of summer league. It's not the end of the world. Um, but, yeah, no, it – it wasn't something I certainly expected or whatever. Like I saw him, um, you know, I did the draft press conference and, uh, you know, I didn't notice a limp. How dare, you, How dare you, Kevin? How dare you? You just went to your phone. You forgot to turn it off. Shame on you. I'm no, kidding, brother. I'm what kidding. Happens, I am, uh, I am low on battery and I thought I had a lot more. Juice I'm kidding, on my, man. On my laptop, but, oh, good. Um, Go but, ahead. Sorry. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I didn't notice a limp from him or anything like that when I saw him at the at the draft press conference. Uh, I mean, I wasn't staring at his foot or whatever. Uh, like, you know, you know, I wasn't judging the gates of these players necessarily, but there wasn't any like noticeable limp that I saw. He wasn't in a boot or anything like that. Um, and, you know. I, so I don't know the severity of it, but it, it's not something I would be worried about super long term, especially, you know, for, for a guy who, like, if you're thinking about the top 10 of the roster next year, you know, he figures to be more kind of a guy who's going to get seasoned in Santa Cruz or, or you know, back-end rotation minutes. Like, Moody and Kaminga, you know, they had a lot of time in Santa Cruz before they became a part of the rotation. So, right. uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's not something I'm super concerned with and until it actually becomes a problem. But, like, for a guy to miss summer league, that doesn't constitute a problem for me. His length is really intriguing. I'm hoping to get him on this show soon. Uh, uh, and, yeah, I could understand the cautious optimism. Uh, about Ryan Rollins, right? Do you agree with that? I mean, there, the potential is there. Do you see it as well? Yeah, I mean, I 
I've watched one of his combine games. I can't say I watched a, a one of his Toledo games, but you mentioned his length. I mean, he's 6'4 with a 6'10 wingspan. So, yeah, right. anytime you get a plus six wingspan, and he was a big time scorer, you know, at Toledo, his first team all conference there. He's the MAC freshman of the year, his first year there. And he's quick. Like at the combine, he was tied for first in the three quarter sprint at 3.07 seconds. You know, that was uh, him and Max Christie and one other guy. I think there were three who tied for first. Max Christie went 35th overall to the Lakers. Um, and, and, you know, he's active, high steal and rebound rates uh, and a nearly two to one assist to turnover ratio. So all that stuff tracks pretty well uh, for, for Ryan Rollins. There you go. And uh, it remains to be seen once he recovers from that stress fracture. I just feel like if you have any fracture in your foot, you'd feel it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah. he's just a, he's just walking around like just daily life, man. Like acting like there's no problem. That's just it's maybe that's just the pro athlete strength in him. I don't know. You, you um, know I, I will say just to the to that point, since you brought it up now, I'm no athlete. I, w- I was a manager in college. And I walked around with a broken foot for nine days without realizing it was broken. Well, there you go. Yeah, I've so never done that. So I guess it could happen. There you go. Yeah. And I, I imagine Ryan Rollins' threshold for pain is like a lot greater than mine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, there you go. Everyone's different. I was just wondering if that actually could be a real thing, but you just answered my question. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, what is your, in your opinion, Justinian Jessup, he was a second-round draft pick for the Golden State Warriors back in 2020. Uh, we're now in 2022. Uh, at what point do we move on from him? I mean, is is, it, is there still are we still a year or two away? Um, does this summer league, uh, you know, answer a lot of questions about him? Yeah, what's the future hold in your opinion for uh, Justinian Jessup? Yeah, so Justinian Jessup kind of give the long view on this. He came out on fire his first year with Illawarra. He was teammates with uh, LaMelo Ball uh, in the NBL. And then he really slowed down. Like, you know, I read some from one of his coaches there said, like, once, like, the scouting report was kind of dedicated to him, he really started to struggle. But his Mm. numbers improved this year in his second year. And his first summer league, like, the first two or three games, I'm like, I don't know. Like, (laughs) He like he he really struggled to get used to the speed of I mean it's not the NBA game but like the you know the NBA umbrella pro game if you will mm-hmm. like he 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 really it seemed to struggle the next like three or four his last three or four games of summer league he was really good last year like he really turned to go turn a corner he was making his shots he ended up shooting a pretty good percentage um, let me let me uh, just kind of referring to. Uh, what do you end up last? Yeah, he ended up shooting like 35 from three. And that was like a really rough start to summer league. So he really bumped it up over the course of his seven games. But, you know, put together a really solid season uh, with Illawarra. You know, it's this is not meant to sound like a diss. You know, not every second round pick is an NBA player. I don't know yeah. if uh, this year will be the year for Justinian Jessup. If he has a really good summer league, I think like he could be in contention for a two-way spot potentially. Like there, there is that possibility because the Warriors do have some investment in him. The, you know, via the draft, maybe not super big financial investment, but um, you know, hey, you you wish the kid luck, uh, wish the kid well, and uh, if if he has a good summer league, that can certainly uh, brighten his prospects for, for next year. But. Uh, as of now, I mean, I, I think it would be a, a stretch potentially for him to make next season's roster. 
we'll we'll see though. I mean, he could certainly prove me wrong just because like you already have like a lot of, you know, young talent kind of guys that are going to be taking up spots 11, 12 and 13. That's no fault to his own. They just announced Lester Quinones for one of those two-way contracts. So yeah. it's not a lot of competition. So it's not a knock on uh, Justinian Jessup, the player per se, he's a professional basketball player. He's a very good one. If you're playing, in, if you're averaging 14, 13 a game in Australia, you can really play. So it's not a knock on, on Jessup, more kind of like a numbers thing. Like, is he going to be able to beat out those other guys when, you know, the Warriors, are, you know, we'll see what happens in free agency, but um, it, it, yeah. So that's kind of the situation he's looking at. Love it. Um, and I know you got to go just to wrap things up. I've got to give some love real quick to bet online. Uh, BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and, of course, Major League Baseball. Got some odds for you here. Uh, you know, they actually have the odds out for the NBA Coach of the Year next year. Ime um, Adoka, Jason Kidd, and Taylor Jenkins are your top three there. Defensive Player of the Year next year. Top three favorites, Robert Williams, Bam Adebayo, Rudy Gobert now with the Minnesota Timberwolves and your sixth man of the year, the top three, Tyler Hero, Jordan Poole, and Jordan Clarkson. Anything stick out there to you? Well, how is Draymond Green not a top three defensive player of the year candidate, Corey? I mean, Great like, point. he plays 60 games. He's got to be in the conversation. He's fifth. Yeah, he's fifth. That's crazy. You're absolutely right. And that's motivation for him. And let's hope the Warriors use that as motivation, perhaps, to get the best out of Draymond Green this coming season. BetOnline.net's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, it's where the game starts. Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. You can follow Kevin Dana on Twitter at Kevo408. You know, you got to run, but I'm sure we're going to be doing a lot of shows this summer covering summer league players. I just, the last thing I want to ask you for this, uh, this relatively short show today is the Warriors two-way slots. Uh, you mentioned just a moment ago uh, that one of the two are, is going to be given to uh, Lester Quiones. Is that how you pronounce his name, by the way? Did I get that right? Quiones. Yeah, yeah. So like Quiones. Quiones. Q-U-I. in there. That's what makes it confusing. Quiones. So Lester Quiones, and is Quindary Weatherspoon going to be that second slot? Yeah, that's a good question. I I don't know yet. Um like we'll see that. Like as far as I know, that's still in play. There's, you know, free agent frenzy still kind of going on. Yeah, dominoes need to fall at other spots until kind of uh, things can be exactly decided on that end. Uh, but I think Quindary Weatherspoon proved that he is at least a two-way contract level player in the NBA, and I would argue that he is a very solid 12th to 13th man option. For an NBA team, yeah, I was about to ask you, ask you because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he was a late first round pick for the Spurs initially. Was, Is that correct? He was a second round pick for the Spurs in 2019. Late second or early? I'm trying to remember. I want to say he was 49th overall. Oh, so he was late. Okay, all right, all right. So he was drafted 49th. Yeah. Okay, so what can we expect from uh, Weatherspoon realistically? I mean, you covered him all last year. Um, you know, a lot of people seem to be excited about this kid. Like, like is yeah. is the 
do we need to temper our excitement a little bit? Like, can can we have you know you know fantasy land type expectations that maybe come to fruition? Like, what are your thoughts on on Weatherspoon? I mean, I think like Weatherspoon is capable of giving you 600 quality minutes in an NBA regular season. So like to me, that's like 60 games at 10 minutes a game, and that's I think would be perfect. Uh, I think that's kind of what like Quindary Weatherspoon's value is. And uh, to me, that's a very valuable piece to have. Uh, the, he's talking about, he like he was talking to the Summer League presser last week before the Cali Classic. He's really working on his shot. And if you look at his shot, it doesn't look bad, but he shot 28% from three with Santa Cruz this year. So that's a number he needs to get up. I mean, if he's a 35% three-point shooter, like – you know, that turns from like a 600 minute guy to like maybe a 720 minute kind of guy. Um, so I, yeah, I mean, he's a very solid team defender. He made Clay feel him defensively in those scrimmages in Santa Cruz. And that's kind of why he got the initial 10 day and then eventually a two way. He's a monster score in the G League. Like, no one can stop him from getting to his spots in the G League. Uh, he can create his own shot at the G league level. And I think that means he could at least create it a little bit at the NBA level. I don't think it's a total zero at, at the NBA level. So I'm a fan. I, I really like Quindary Weatherspoon, soft-spoken guy goes about, gets his business done, does the right things, a uh, good team dude and, and cares about winning. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like Q. I, I think, you know, I think anybody would be lucky to have him as a 13th man on their roster who can play 30 minutes when you got to rest dudes and like the game in San Antonio this year and contribute to a win. Like the game right. when you got a couple guys out with COVID can contribute to the win, to a win in like six to 12 minutes. You can follow him on Twitter at Kevo 408, the voice of the Santa Cruz Warriors. By the way, your Rick Barry Jersey t-shirt that I wore on yesterday's show is in the mail. It's coming to you. I saw it. Uh, yeah, I'm I wearing my pool party shirt today. We also got this uh, Rocco surfing shirt I'll wear tomorrow. Um, and, and all you got to do is go to my Twitter account, at Docs or Ferocho. It's the pin tweet. Um, and, and you can order those shirts or hoodies there. They're awesome. Uh, thank you so much, as always, Kevin. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Dubs. And we'll see you again soon. We'll see everyone again soon. Hope your summer is going great. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, man. Thank you, sir.